Join with me for the next few minutes as I leave with you a message that the Lord has laid in my heart. Today I want to continue our mini-series on exposing some of the false gospels that are abroad today. Let me read again from Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through to 9. The word of God reads as follows. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you, and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Today I'm thinking about exposing the false legalistic gospel. Here in the epistle of Paul to the church at Galata, I want you to know that this has been described as an emergency epistle. It was written in haste. And if you were to study very carefully verses 1 to 5, you will discover that it's not until verse 5, at the end of it with the word Amen, you've got a full stop. So in these five verses, there is only one full stop. There's loads of commas, there's a few colons and semicolons, but there's no full stop until you get to verse 5. Why? It's as if the Apostle Paul is writing in haste. It's as if he's so surprised and overwhelmed by what he's hearing is happening in the province of Galata, amongst the churches there, that he picks up the pen, inspired by the Holy Spirit, and writes this epistle, as I've said, in haste. The churches in Galata have been under attack for some time. They've been infiltrated by false teachers. And it's false teaching that seems to have an impact in the life and witness of the people of God there. So much so that the Apostle Paul is left stunned and surprised that they're so soon removed from the true gospel of Christ that he has preached unto them. And this gospel that these false teachers are bringing in goes something like this. It's great that you have the Lord Jesus. It's great that you have received Christ by faith, but Jesus is not enough. You need more. What else do we need, they were asking? You need a strict observance to the law. You need Jewish rite and Jewish ceremony. You, you, you need especially the rite of circumcision, that without circumcision you can't be a Christian, that without circumcision you, you, you can't be saved. It's essential to salvation. And that's exactly the sort of teaching that was going on in the churches at Galata. And the sad thing is that God's people embraced it so readily. I call it a legalistic gospel. It's a list mentality. And it was very soul-destroying but very damaging and corrupting to the true gospel of Christ. And the sad thing today is that this legalistic gospel is still alive and well even in the 21st century. 
um, certain men have made up a list of rules and regulations and said to certain individuals uh, who want to become Christians or profess to become Christians, here's how you have to live. For, for example, um, women are supposed to have her hair a certain length. They're supposed to wear um, dresses and skirts that are below the knee. They're told you can't wear makeup, uh, lipstick, earrings. These things are banned. Uh, people are told that in order to be a Christian, you must be baptized, that you must give so much money of your income into the church, that, that you must spend so long in prayer every day. You, you must spend uh, so many minutes or hours reading your Bible, that you must spend so many hours and minutes out witnessing uh, for uh, your church or for your religious cause. Uh, and notice the word must. You see, this list mentality uh, has focused on something that is mandatory. And what this list mentality is doing is adding to the gospel. Uh, and it's actually destroying uh, the uh, gospel of Jesus Christ because it's not the list that saves us, it's the Lord. Uh, and it's the Lord alone. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And you see, if you conform to this prescribed list, you're looked upon and is accepted as a Christian. But if you step outside this prescribed list, if you start to speak against it, then you're in danger of being ostracized. You're in danger of being um, punished. You're in danger of even being excommunicated uh, from uh, your religious group. And sadly, some professing Christian communities in the past who have had a legalistic gospel, who have had a subscribe list, who've said to people, uh, you either tick the box or you don't. And oftentimes that prescribed list has become a cover-up for uh, physical and even sexual abuse uh, among certain church leaders. And that type of behaviour um, has been totally unacceptable, uh, totally contrary to the law of God. And oftentimes it's been covered up and swept under the carpet. Could I tell you, who are my listeners this day, that the Free Presbyterian Church has absolutely no list mentality. We do not believe in a legalistic gospel. The only requirement for membership in the Free Presbyterian Church is that you're born again. And after you profess faith in Christ, you apply to the Kirk Session and you meet with them. You share a word of personal testimony. You testify to the saving and keeping power of Jesus Christ. You say that you want to live for the honour and glory of Jesus Christ and you're going to live by the grace and help of God that even though you often sin and make mistakes and do things that are wrong, you remember the scripture that's written, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. The Free Presbyterian Church does not endorse legalism. We are totally opposed to any form of a legalistic gospel. You see, anything that adds to Christ. I've learned years ago a little equation and it's this. Jesus Christ plus anything equals nothing. But I've also learned this, that Jesus Christ plus nothing else, nothing added to Christ, equals everything. And it's Christ alone that saves. It's not Christ plus circumcision. It's not Christ plus a list of do's and don'ts. It is Christ and Christ alone. The teaching of the Bible is that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, as revealed in the Scriptures alone, to the glory of God alone. And let me add this. Not only is the Free Presbyterian Church taking a stand against legalism, but we're not saying that people in Christ have a license to sin either. 
and we bemoan and uh, decry all forms of um, sinful behavior, either in a person's conversation or in a person's conduct. So there's no such thing as a license to sin uh, in a worldly way, in a non-sanctified, non-consecrated way. We encourage our people who, who live before the Lord, who, who walk with him, to do so in a voluntary manner, in conformity to the scriptures. Remember the Lord Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. To their own master they stand their fall. The Bible says, Who are thou that judges another man's servant? And we encourage individuality. We encourage people to conform their lives to the pattern and teaching of the scriptures. But we leave it to their individual conscience because it's to the Lord that they'll give an account. The Bible says that every one of us shall give an account of himself to the Lord. And I would urge you, if you're caught up with a legalistic gospel, if some religious church community has come along with a list and told you to start ticking these boxes, then I would urge you to turn away from it. Remember this, that it's Jesus alone that saves. Salvation is not in the church, it's in Christ. And Jesus plus anything equals nothing. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Have you got Christ alone? Is he your Lord and Savior? For he is all you need. He's the answer to every question. He's the end to every quest. The Lord bless you and thank you for listening.